silly grin It's the same old thing We've checked the dictionary now Here's a commentary on life abroad and all it brings Immigrants, expats, we are British and black Living across the sea So why don't you join us? Just we cat and just we nats and pour yourself a cup of tea in the morning as you listen to our podcast weekly. Our podcast weekly. Hello everyone, my name is Natalia and this is my voice. Hello, I'm Kat and this is my voice. I've just got a lot of um, things in my mouth mm. left over. I just want to big up because we were just nibbling and snacking. What do you lot know about Bombay mix? Raise your hand if you like a Bombay mix. We love it in this household. Can I tell you, in France, right, they've got Bombay mix in the English aisle. How much is it? It's expensive. It's like four euros for Bombay. I can't do it, man. Everything is expensive in the English aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because actually, even salad cream is four euros and I cannot... cannot Maybe they just start pricing it from four euros. Maybe that's it, yeah. Everything is but Bombay mix is so expensive, so I've got to have my Bombay mix when I get home. Did you and that select this? Nice. No, Mum did. But did you tell her to get it? No. Yeah. I told her to get snacks and stuff. I yeah. said get some crisps and um, thing, but she got Bombay mix, oh, you know. Well, this is growing classic. up, right? Growing up yeah. for us, snacks was Bombay it mix, was you know. <laughs> but do you remember Dad used to always have monkey nuts? Oh, my God. My dad used to have monkey nuts. He used to eat monkey dad, nuts in his car. How just, can't we get normal monkey nuts? <laughs> like, why the effort? Monkey, like, the car was dirty. Like, we, do you know monkey the nuts shells. are hard to... Like, he tried to put the shells in a bag, but it was just yeah, all over the place. all over just flaking, because you've got the main shell, but then you've got like, yeah, the, sort of the skin sort yeah. of bit in the middle. But I love a monkey nut. I've never had a, I haven't Catherine, had a monkey, monkey nut for are ages. So dry. Oh, I love a dry nut. But you need nuts with salt, though. Oh, no, I love a monkey nut. What no. do you feel about pistachios? I do like pistachios, but they're expensive. Yeah, they are expensive. <laughs> anyway, so, um, no, m- Dad and his monkey nuts in his car. Yeah, monkey nuts <laughs> all over, <laughs> on the like, seat, on the, the floor. The people used to drive in the 80s. First of all, we never had seatbelts in the back, right? <laughs> kids, we were up and down, up and down in the back. Then Dad's eating monkey nuts drinking and coffee. It. <laughs> oh my god coffee is always drinking drink, dad used to drink coffee <laughs> from a regular cu- cup from a regular <laughs> mug no coffee holder no, no cup holder he had <laughs> a mug just place it down there and, but dad had instant coffee and it, the water was so hot from the kettle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And try and take a sip. Oh my gosh. Oh, that man. It's such a joke. Like, yeah. How are you going to do that now? Um, now, what? You can't do that. You have a coffee cup and you have... Have and a, the, coffee, a proper coffee cup and a cup holder for your yeah, car. Yeah, but the Not designers... Not just the, the mug. And then his car had bare mugs in it, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because he would leave some down there. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would just be in the, in the shoe well where you put your feet. Oh, yeah. Is that what you call it? A shoe well? I don't know, actually. What do you call that? Like a wishing well? No, like the the well where you put your feet. Anyway, but yeah, we just had some uh, banging Bombay mix. Yeah. Elite snacks. Yeah. Do you know what I was remembering the other day? I said to mum, (laughs) I said to mum, mum, do you have any chewing gum? She goes, no. And then I was like, what about... I strong mints. Yeah, strong mints. 
was a strong mix of what <laughs> Extra strong mix. She, she usually has, you know. <laughs> she didn't. She said Catherine ate them all the last It's true. Time. I came here. I, I, I just boxed it off. I was remembering, like, in our house, extra strong mm-hmm. mix. And I used to be like, I eat them like sweeties, why man. Why can't you just get normal? Like, I like Tic Tacs. Yeah. Like, back in the day, like, Tic Tacs. Oh, I love a tree bought extra strong mint. What other minty thing? Like a like a chewing gum. Oh, there's but Mentos. Like, Mentos. Oh, Mentos. Oh my god, That's I not... love Mentos. Oh, it doesn't. Do, it doesn't have the power. But these extra strong. I used to hate them, and I'd be like, "Mum, do you have any sweets?" Like this as a kid. Like do you yeah. have anything? You know. Oh, have a look in my bag. There's some extra strong. Mint. I'm like, no, <laughs> I love that. But Catherine boxed them up. You used to love these. I extra love them. Str- I like them. But you know, I was thinking me. about sweets the other day. Like they were like a peanut sweet. Do you remember that peanuts looking sweet? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like peanut. That's your picnic. That's your picnic sweet cat. Did we talk about it? Yeah, a lemon sherbet. Rhubarb and custard. I just had a a memory just come flash back in my mind, and it's and it's so fleeting. It's leaving my brain. Hang on, let me capture it. Because it's oh no, what I was thinking the other day. Because mum came back from the shop. I told her to get um, I told her to get like snacks and stuff. And I said last time she got crisps and she got ready sorted. I'm like, is she French? No, 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 no. She got uh, and she no, no. She got um, cheese vinegar. Yeah. I was like, man, no. Yeah. So I said, it's got to be cheese and onion or nothing. Do you know oh, what I mean? Gosh, that's a bit So strong. she brought cheese and onion back. Anyway, and then I see she bought, I swear she bought jelly babies. Did you see that? Yeah. I don't know what, did you box it off, Kathy? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it since. Well, I saw it come out of the bag. Listen. But I don't either. I don't, but this is a thing, this is a thought that went through my mind. Jelly babies to me is so 80s. Like yeah. all of this is some like 80s, 90s, right? Yeah. And I wonder, like, do we she get stuck? stuck? She's stuck. But Catherine, what will I be stuck on? You know, what will my son be like? Oh, you're still buying this. Yeah, what would it be? And do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's, like, you get used to, so mum still gets extra strong mints yeah. and jelly babies. Yeah. But there's so much more elite sweets I know, than that. I know. This is what I can't stand in this house. Like, yeah. Harry Bow. Let me tell you what I can't. Well, you know, I saw Harry Bow in the other well, cupboard. Well, John had it. I know it was, it was for jo- it was John's Harry Bow, and he put it in his own cupboard. And I respected Did that. Did he take it? Has he taken it since? He must have eaten it because I actually went to check. Oh, is it gone now? Yeah, it's gone. Oh, yeah, he could he could eat it. All. Yeah, yeah, no, but it was in a separate cupboard. But what I cannot stand about this family house is they like to just leave the treats there, open it, and come back and forth. To take a little bit at a time. Yeah. I cannot live like that. Catherine, you have to eat it all in one go. I can't I can't eat it all in one go. I can put a big bag of crisps and let's finish it. But uh, I have no, to like, take a little bit. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm coming back. That's so I, I haven't been... had my cheese and onion. I hope it's still it's there. gone. Has it? What cheese and onion? The kettle chips. They're gone long time, wow, man. Cat. No, but I, it I took me four days. I was doing it was... slowly. <laughs> but this... How long... Okay, tell me this, people. How long is a bag of chips family pack meant to last in your family? A week. Oh my gosh. Oh no, no, no. Okay, a few days. Like okay, well, I think it was four a few days. days. It was a I few days. I think four days is okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a few. But days. I couldn't. No, I couldn't do a family pack in one day. Oh man. Can you do it one day? A whole family pack? Easily. Cat. Terrible because it. Got no, a lot. but I mean, come on. You, you know, put your. You know, you give your comfort. Round your tummy. Yeah, but I love, I mean, I love crisps. And do you know what we've been having? Um, 
uh, popcorn. I swear, I'm, oh, no, I I'm not feel too, like I'm not too fussed about. To yeah, you did. Now she can't stop buying it. I love it. I'm I glad don't. she gets I'm it. I'm not a fan of. And she oh. does those individual bags, so it's quite nice actually. Yeah. Those like multi-pack ones. We've been having a lot of ice lollies as well and ice cream. I've only had one, yeah. but well, yeah. Well, in terms of, we don't have it when we're at home. In our own homes. That's true, I don't We don't really eat get... ice cream like that. Not really, no. Only on a special occasion. No, but Boy Boy had his first ice cream to yeah. here, didn't he? Yeah. Oh my God, Boy Boy had his first um, ice cream van experience. Oh, bless him. And he wanted to repeat it every day and he, yeah, we were just like, no. Yeah, I him a 99. Yeah, no. it was, I said, can I get the kids one? Like, the, I saw the different prices. I was like, the children's one, the small, small. He was like, yeah, yeah. He starts making it. I'm like, that's massive. Oh my gosh. So big, boy boy couldn't even finish it off. Oh my and the thing is, I got myself one just for nostalgia. Yeah, and then I, f- I felt it was quite Did it taste sickly. Nice? No, was it sweet? It was sweet, and it was just really quite sickly, actually. Mm. But here's the thing: when I was little, the ninety nine that I used to want that so badly, yeah. and whenever I used to ice cream van, Mum always remembers this. She always reminds me of it that whenever the ice cream van used to come round to our estate, yeah. right, I would go, "Can we get ice cream?" Like. Without a doubt, the answer would be no. no. But every you know, time, without in fail, faith. I would have faith. Like, can we get ice cream? Can I get ice cream? And then she'd go, we've got ice cream at home. And I was like, it's not the same. Yeah. Soft scoop oh, tub of yeah. ice cream, Remember man. Raspberry Ripple? No, ice cream yeah, in the tub. Like that. that's, yeah, well, that's for children, isn't one. it? That's for children, yeah. Raspberry Ripple. But what, what snacks are we stuck on? Like... And guys, let us know. You like us, sweet write chili. Us on, 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 on an email. Yeah. I like my salutes of sweet chili. They're expensive crisps. in France. Yeah, they I, are. In France, some of these crisps are like three euros, four I euros. I can't afford order. to pay all that for crisps. But sometimes I will say, okay, I'm going to treat myself. Yeah. There are I'm others, which is like one euro 80. Yeah. But some of the times the crisps are going up, up, up there. In it. But I, I was trying so I like those sort of lentil crisps yeah, or those yeah, different sorts healthy. of crisps. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm healthy, loving yeah. them. Because they've got a really nice healthy crunch. Up. Yeah. Don't they? But what sweets are you stuck on that in the year two thousand and fifty? What sweets do I like? I don't eat that many sweets. Well I guess Harry Bo like... Harry Bo just came into the market and they offer so much. Yeah, don't they? they do. They it's do. Got, it's a variety. Most of the time you can get a variety. But I love the sour ones. Yeah, I love the tangy ones. I feel ones. like you always did, though. You yeah, love, love sour, sour sweets. I love when you put what it in. What were the sour sweets when we were kids? Uh, well, I think the sherbets had. A, remember, we had the straws with the sherbets in it. Straws. Oh yeah, sherbet straws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was sweet and a bit tangy sometimes. I think. Yeah, if yeah. If I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. But you know, we got cut down on all these sweets, guys. Don't listen to us. We're not promoting the best health for uh, you all. I don't, don't eat don't sweets do, that much, do though, what we, to be fair. Don't do what we do. Do what we say. <laughs> <laughs> don't do what we do. Do what we say. We're do not good as I say, do. Yeah, do as I say. We're not going to give you an example on healthy living. Nat, Natty might. Nat's done well. I've, done, I've, I've lost weight, guys. Remember that time I told you I started the keto? I did actually listen back to some of the... Um, advice? Uh, no, well, not, I wasn't given advice. And guys, I'm not giving you lot advice, okay? No, I think I'm it's just individual. For me, but I did listen back and some of the things I said, I think I said, I think I said gin and tonic and tonic isn't good for keto. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's um, soda water. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
and stuff. So, well. so yeah. But I've done. I've actually lost weight. I lost ten kilos. I might have put some back on since being in England. Yeah, in England we always going to put on the weight because yeah. there's just availability. But the thing is, with what I like about this diet is that I it's not forever. Yeah. So you lose the weight and then you start to introduce carbs back into your diet but yeah. in a more considered way yeah and it's about like maintaining the weight loss for me yeah, yeah. well done Good yeah deal. anyway it's not even about that today we wanted to talk about year abroad yeah abroad your year abroad so both cat and i have done a year abroad many moons ago many many moons ago i mean don't say why not cat oh, it's embarrassing <laughs> it's isn't impressive. I'm actually proud of my age. What is your age? I'm 39. Oh, I'm 39. Although I do still feel 28. Oh, I feel like a 28 year old. 28 is a good age, I suppose. I feel like it's a good age. Or 25. 25. Or 24. Yeah. Or 23. Or no, I think I've, I feel older than 25. I think for a long time I felt 25, but I think I feel about 28. Yeah. I feel like, I feel, I feel the power of aging. And it's true, we should be proud to I say. I always want to be proud of my to age. To say our age, and we shouldn't hide it. I think exactly, there's a lot to women. offer as older women. And I, I respect a lot of mature women in my mature women or women of my age in my circle I see powerful moves some of these women are making I know yeah and that's why I want it to be known my age like I don't want to lie about my age because I think if anything does happen if I do eventually become successful in whatever I choose to do yes then I want it to be like a a a hope to other people that hey look no matter what your age yeah do you know sometimes when I, in my, it's just to jump and just talk about my, my job, I'm in a recruitment role. So when I'm interviewing people and I say, well, can you just present yourself? A lot of them say, oh, my name is Mathieu. I'm 26 years old. And I think, well, why are you telling me your age? I don't need to know this. But you know what? You when people... with the, and the youngsters do. Like, I'm 27 years old. I'm like, yeah, all but, right. But Kat, you've got to imagine that they must have gone through, since school, yeah. since whatever, whenever you're asked to present yourself. Yeah. Je m'appelle Natalia. Je suis... Je... Oh, je... There's one tweet telling us she's Je anglais. <laughs> je suis anglais. Right, thank you. You didn't let me finish what I was going to say. I'm sorry. I'm going to say that. Je m'appelle Natalia. J'ai 39 ans. Je suis anglaise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're so used to that's always when you present yourself. But when yourself, does it stop? Like do, when I say someone says to me, "Can you present yourself?" I say, "I'm Cat. I'm 41 years old. I live in a house and and I'd like to live in a caravan." You know, when does it stop? Um, <laughs> I don't know, Cat. It doesn't stop because because the thing no, is, when do you to... stop saying your age? Because the older people don't say it, but the twenties they love to say it. Maybe because they're just fresh out of fresh out of school, in it. They're fresh from school, uni, and they're still used to doing that. Yeah. So anyway, guys, so we're talking about year abroad. We will get there. (laughs) We'll get there. Both Kat and I, whilst we were at university individually, we both studied languages. Yeah. I studied French. Kat studied French, and I studied Spanish. Nice. And um, and and because of the courses that we did, when you study a language, you get to go on a year abroad. Woo woo! Oi oi! Oi oi! Now this is the thing. When I came back from my year abroad, mm. 
I was raving about it. And any person, especially people younger than me, who were thinking about going to university, I'd say, I'd always tell them, if you go to university, whatever you choose to study, do it with a language. Just promise me you'll do it with a language. Because, guys... You get a year abroad in your third year yeah. and it's the best. And honestly, I stand by it. I think other courses do year abroads as well. Some really? are, like, like I think you don't have to always study well, a language. Some courses like Erasmus do, year. But some courses do um, like working yeah. for Sandwich a year. Sandwich courses, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, I, I, I don't know, I think that getting to learn a skill, because also... There's some people who might think, well, I didn't do languages or yeah. I was really bad at languages at, at college or, or, or sixth form. And to that, I would say, when I was doing my um, course, my course, my university degree is Spanish and Latin American studies nice. with Portuguese. Mm. I mean, it doesn't say the thing, but I did Portuguese. Elective. And um, there were people in my class who spoke no word of Spanish. Did they just pick it up? They picked up. So basically what it was, when we did, when we would do like the um, other modules like cinema or history and literature, we were all in the same class. But then when we had that Spanish language, they separated us into levels. But after the year abroad... Everyone was on the same level. Oh my god, that's incredible! Everyone, so well, imagine that, well, you, you have to say those people were dedicated. They were de- no, but but I mean, I, I don't know how dedicated I was. I mean, no. I wasn't very dedicated. Oh, I was actually really bad. Do you know what? Sometimes I have stress dreams oh, no. where I feel like I haven't graduated from uni. Oh no, but that no I one still cares. have work to do. But Catherine, no, no, no. Do you know when you're stressed? Yeah. About something. Yeah. My dream, my reoccurring dream, is that I haven't finished <laughs> giving in my dissertation or Aww. something and I actually don't have my degree Aww. oh my god no. like it's so real sometimes I'm like why don't you put your degree <gasps> up on the wall or something so well, you, see you know what? I did go to my graduation which dad really was so upset about yeah he wanted to and he only let it go the day that I got married he, 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 <laughs> he, he, he was so proud and we had to he go like, to uni I didn't, didn't realise he was that I didn't realise it was that big a deal I was like I'm not going to my graduation I at the time I think I was just like rebelling against Against the fact that I felt it was really expensive. Yeah. And I was, I worked all the way through uni, but I had to pay all my travel, yeah. all these expenses. And I just had no money. And I was like, and and mum and dad didn't have any money either, really, at mm. the time. And I was like, well, if you lot want to pay a hundred and something pounds, then you do it. But I didn't have that. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not going. And I kind of wish I did in the end because I, I realised how important it was for for mum and dad yeah but you got to rent the gown rent the this rent the that do that and then the pictures and stuff and I was just like but for ages dad was like just get a gown and it, like the next year all these years later he's like just borrow a gown from someone and then just go and take a picture I said like, you could have probably got like a, from Amazon man just buy a gown yeah, for fancy name, dress they've got to have your name yeah like, no, the no but he, stuff, yeah you couldn't have gone to the graduation but you yeah, could have gone in the garden suggested. and take a picture take a picture in the you could have gone to anyway. a photography studio but I remember there was a guy on my course um and he was like so I went to university straight after um sixth form yeah. college and I think personally I know why I did and why dad really wanted me to do that yeah um because it was like oh you won't go back if you didn't yeah if you did, blah, blah, blah. and I can always, see that dad always said you have to keep moving on you keep have moving, to keep moving keep on, on. Straight, straight straight, straight. 
And I can see that, but at the same time, I do think I was incredibly young. Like my mentality going into university was so naive yeah. and young. Yeah, it's a funny um, stage to be going to university. Yeah. What do you know of the world, really? Exactly. So I, I'm, I'm all for gap years for people yeah. to do gap year and then go. But Dad was like, no, don't go. No. Anyway, but there was a guy who was like 30, and to yeah. me, that was so old. Yeah, yeah. He was only 30. Yeah, we had an older lady in our French course oh as well. We're God. like, oh, she's old. But he was properly like, uh, estoy, uh, or... Uh, Miyamo, um, whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, Vivo in Inglaterra. He was completely new to Spanish. Man and man went to Mexico in our third year, come back fluent. Oh gosh, I love that. He was better than me, Kat. Because he had that mindset. Yeah, you know what I mean? When you apply yourself, it's application. Application. He had that mindset and he was like, gonna do it yeah, and I think he did so, so well yeah oh I love that that's so good isn't it I love it I love it but on my year abroad so I went to Spain should we talk about my first or your first uh, yeah. you go okay you're in the swing I'm in the swing of things I went to Spain um actually at the time I knew I was coming up to my year abroad yeah and before going to do this course yeah funnily enough I'd just come back from Costa Rica yeah and I didn't have the grades. I went through clearing. I was supposed to repeat a year mm. in sixth form college. Yeah. Because I just flunked all of my chemistry, biology, just flunked it. And I just passed my Spanish. You only got one A-level. I've got... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was to me. No, but the thing is, no, I've got AS level. Because then, because oh, yeah. by that time it's changed to AS. Yeah. So. I'm not, not preaching because I've only got two. And I also did very badly, but we took the wrong subjects, and that's because of dad. That's because of dad. He pushed us down the scientific oh, route. What do goodness. I know about science? I Actually, I'm interested in science now, but I'm not. What did I know about ethers? Esters, ethers. Remember my song? Yeah. Oh my god! I wrote a song called Alcohols, Esters, Carboxylics, Ethers, and Amines. <laughs> Yeah, it's a rock song. Oh my god! One day I've got to get my guitar out and play that for yeah, you. Yeah, that'd be cool. Alcohols, esters, carboxylics, ethers, and amines. That's how it went. And then it went. I don't like you. I don't like you at all. <laughs> but then, but then it turned but around. When I get to know you and learn more about you, I'm sure that I would like you and get an A level. <laughs> But now that I don't know you, don't know anything about you, I really don't like you. Yeah, that's how it went. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so, Dad um, kind of sent me to Costa Rica in that that period between the A-levels and where my counterparts were going well, off Did you to go university. alone or was I there or was that the second time? No, do you, no, that was the first time. You started, you, you, you left me, didn't you? Yeah, you you didn't stay as long as me. Oh, so I was there on that trip? Yeah. Okay. And then the second trip I went alone, I think. Yeah, yeah, second trip I went alone. But that first trip, mm. like, I, we started off together and then yeah, you went home yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, I went home earlier. And, uh, but whilst I was there, I read that 
only the top universities had all their spaces filled and everyone's doing clearing. So then I was like, wait a minute, because then they've changed to AS level. So I could maybe make up all the and points. And the two little points to and the, the two, little two, one, two, two and two, two, two make four. In it, one, and two, three, four. <laughs> There's a little, little points that make up. But you went to a good uni. But that's the thing. So I started to look around for universities and dad was like, oh, go in London or you stay at home. No. Oh, goodness sake, dad. Oh, dad. Well, I had it out with him. He knows, he knows. Well, yeah. Anyway, so... I was looking at London University and all I could do was Spanish. That was the only option for me. Because you only got Spanish A-level? Yeah. At what grade? I think I got a D. <laughs> D's not bad. <laughs> D's not bad. But A-level's really hard. <laughs> but you know what? Big up Magdalena. Big up my A-level teacher. Because she would spend her lunch times with me and look, to bring me up. From an E to a D. <laughs> She'd bring me up. She'd be, I could I could remember just smelling her sandwich bread. Oh no, <laughs> she sandwich. just have a quick... She'd sit next to me. No, she'd sit next to me eating her sandwich, like a tuna sandwich mm. from Marks and Spencer's. Yeah. And she'd be like, okay, what's this? Oh, you know, that lovely lady. Oh, what a lovely lady. Anyway. Look her up? I should. Do you know yeah, remember her last name? No. I'll look her up on LinkedIn. Anyway, so went to do my did an interview over the phone for clearing in Spanish. No, no, oh, like yeah. a like a uh, yeah, yeah. And then You're... they said, "Well, come in and you you will be tested on your Spanish." Mm. This has been rocking up. My skin was so tan. Right? Ah, they thought my you hair curly out like that. I had my shell necklace on uh-uh. and my Costa bag, Rica bag. My Costa Rica bag. Do you know them fabric bags? Yeah, Cavri- them fabric bags. They're like this square girl's from Costa Rica. She's gonna get her first. He did not even test me. I just uh-uh. said something because I just got back from Hola. Costa Rica. I was watching some telenovelas and da-da-da. man didn't even test me on my Spanish. He was Spanish. Uh-uh. Didn't even. He didn't even test me. And he was like, yeah, I think you'll be great for this. I think you'll be great for oh this. Oh my God. And little did he know. Little did he know I'm a slacker. <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm not having fun. Cat, my final year. Yeah. My final year, I literally, there was one, it was, it was a Spanish language class. I would literally go every other week. Aww. So I didn't have to do the homework. Uh-uh. So they only give the homework. Because she she give the homework one week, and then the next week you you talk about it and you and then you have nothing to say. No, no, but you hand it in and then you talk about it and whatever. Mm. So I didn't ever want to hand it in, so I'd always receive the homework, but I was never there to hand, hand it in. It in. No. Yeah, I And sometimes, Catherine, sometimes I'd arrive, but it would it'd be like over an hour late, and oh. I'm just like, do you know what? I'm not going in. Oh I'm no, it's, it's embarrassing to go to a class late. I know. Now, what do you do? Oh my god, it was so bad. I I failed that well I, I don't know I, I mean I got a 2-2 two, two in the end that's I think good. that's respectable I think yeah. that's alright anyway but third third year yeah. what I wanted to do my whole big plan was I'm going to go back to Costa Rica I told all my friends I'm going to go back Katty uh, that's the whole plan I was going to go after, back after you I told my tutors no 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 for my third year oh, for, for my year, year abroad. abroad oh that would have been awesome so I spoke to V and then I got a contact at the university but my university didn't have connections with Costa Rican University so they're like it's all in you so I I had a a, a, a man in the Costa Rica University in San Jose and like yeah you it's be fine da, da, da. but I didn't know what I needed from exactly. him so two twos come to it my teacher come like March or something. He was like, "Well, do you have your place sorted?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think so." And I told her the email. Tell 
yes, I didn't tell yes, us. And then he was like, no, that's not enough. And you're not going to Costa Rica. You can't go because we don't, we're not going to send you there. Like, and I was like, what? I've been planning this whole thing. Everyone's oh, waiting for I didn't know that, Nutty. Yeah. And this so is like, why no, uni for young people, it's very difficult because we don't know how to, you don't um, to navigate. Exactly. You don't know how to navigate, how to assert yourself, but not even that, but like, what the systems are. And like, who's going to tell? Who's yeah. Gonna, like, how is it done? Like, show me how someone did it before and exactly. then I'll be able to do it. just bloody someone in the or university. in the university tell me, like, because they were like, oh, well, you just go off and do it. And I'm like, well, I got the email. Yeah. I got a, some emails back, but I didn't get, like, a concrete, like, you're invited to, or what, I don't know even yeah, what to this day need? what they needed no, from me. But man was like, no, you're not going. That. You're not going. So I was like, what? So last minute, because so, I was like, what am I going to do? So all the other university places were filling But you don't want to go to uni. And I didn't want to go to uni anyway. And he was like, you could probably go to And he was like, well there's like you've got a day or so you could apply for the British Council so I had like a day yeah yeah and I applied for it and thank goodness I got an interview yeah and thank goodness they took me on they didn't interview me I think I got an interview or did they just take me on ah they just tell you where you're going I'm pretty sure I went no I'm pretty sure I went somewhere oh my gosh yeah I'm so sure I did that I'm pretty sure I did that I can't remember now it's so far away but anyway they told me I got it. Then they said, you got this application form and they're like, choose your top three. Uh, th- top three countries that you want to go to. So I was like, okay, Mexico. Yeah. I said, Mexico, Venezuela. Nice. And then I was like, mm, where else? Uh, okay, Spain. Yeah. They gave me Spain. Oh. Then they were like, I think it's quite difficult to do the countries far away. I don't think they've British got, Council. For, yeah, I don't know if they've got enough links. But that, but the thing is, they, that's the choice from them. Yeah. So, and I need to make it clear that that, that wasn't me just going. I want to go Mexico, Venezuela. Yeah, yeah. They give that you was, the country. They give you the countries that they're active yeah. in. And I don't from think, that, like, say in choose. Spain, they probably have two hundred placements, but in Mexico, they probably have mm. six. That's what I mean. Mm. Yeah. So it would be very competitive. Absolutely. So then they gave me Spain. Then, like, choose the three cities that you want to go to. So I was like, boom. All right, boom. Barcelona. Yeah. Madrid. And then they had, like, Canary Islands as nice. a choice. So I was like, oh, you know what? Canary Islands sounds great. Yeah. Canary Islands. They gave me Zaragoza. <laughs> I was like, Zara where? <laughs> Zara who? <laughs> Zara who? Zaragoza. I had to look at the map and then Dad got his map out. Okay, yeah. Zaragoza. He's so In happy. Aragon. Oh <laughs> and uh, and uh, we're looking at the map. It's like, okay, so is there. So back then, Zaragoza didn't have an airport. Had to go there from Madrid. Yeah. Take a bus yeah. from Madrid four hours up to Zaragoza or a bus from Barcelona four hours. It's yeah. four hours as well. Oh, gosh. Right. I wonder if, Sorry, I wonder if we could do things like instead yeah. of you. Yeah. So I'll tell yeah, you my yeah, beginning. Yeah, exactly. Catherine's. That's so, so I'll, good, guys. I'll, and storytelling. So Catherine's beginning. Yeah. And then we continue exactly. to get. Exactly. Like, that's boring. so good. Sorry. Um, Sorry, just being so. So I did a French degree, French with education studies, and I think I always knew that I was going to do the British Council because I thought, I don't want to go to a university. How did you find out about the British Council then? It was, it was, it was presented to us as uh, you have your year abroad, you can do British Council, option A, you could uh, study at a university, option B, or you can sort out your own um, 
placement. Oh. You could like if you knew someone who had a job, you can you can work. Option C that you sort out yourself. So I thought out of all of that, uh, British Council sounds brilliant because you work for twelve hours a week, you get paid. Yes. See, and when you're studying, you do not get paid. paid. You probably maybe get your um, loan or whatever, but you're not getting paid. So I thought this makes sense to me. At that age, uh, what would I have been? 20? 20. Yeah, yeah turning 20. 20. Yeah, turning yeah. 19, turning 20. I, I was quite nervous and shy, you know. Yeah. because and, and I wasn't very good at like vocalising what I really, truly wanted. Because I looked at the, the British Council offering, and they had Martinique, and they had Guadeloupe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that'd be nice. But in my mind, I always just said, oh, well, I can't go there, because, you know, it's so far. And the way we were raised, you know, our dad was always so precious about us being so near to him yeah you know we couldn't go to university far away we had to be close you know so he could come and find us or help us if we're in trouble um so I didn't even try to apply for Guadeloupe but if I would to redo it over again I'd like try and go to like a Caribbean island you know so um with the British Council application you you have a map of France and they put them into categories so the 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 towns and the cities in categories so all you had to do was to pick um uh a place in category A a place in category B and a place in category C uh-huh. yeah so did they split up the map so like say you know you might have in category A might have been like all the A list places like maybe Paris and Nice and you know all the oh, all I the places they the same like yeah, that for, Sp- yeah. for Spain yeah maybe. and you just you just you only have three choices or something you just put your options now I didn't really know France at that time so I looked in there and I put Dijon because I was like well I know mustard. Dijon mustard you know, I know Dijon mustard I didn't put Paris I think I just sort of like just pick you know just at random and I got the Dijon Academy and they put me in a place called Nevers and it was a small place. If you look on the map of France, if you sort of look to the middle and just sort of drop your eyes down a little bit, it's kind of centre. It's near it it's on the Loire. But wasn't it near Lyon? I don't think it was it's near, near Clermont-Ferrand. It's, it's probably like two hours on train from Paris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's sort of in the middle. So it wasn't by the coast. It wasn't like necessarily sexy. But it was the best year of my young life. Because mm. we, both Natalia and I, we stayed at home while we were at university. So this was like me arriving to university mm. like in year one instead of in year three. So it's perfect. But Dad... At the time, he before when we knew my year, my, my course had four years. Third year was the year abroad, and by the second year, Dad was saying, "You know, Kevin, you don't have to go." Oh, what? what you about? He's like, you don't this have to guy. go. You could do your course. You could finish in free. I don't. No, way. I am not missing out on leaving to go to to go to France. Or for me, it was always going to be France. You know, no, I want to go. And he said, well, you don't have to. And he was always, like, presenting, like, that I didn't want to go. And I would say, I do want to go. And he's saying, you could finish your course in three years and then you Why? could... Why? He was so rushed. Dad was yeah. so rushed. Yeah, so that was... And actually, I felt proud because I wasn't very good at sort of standing up for myself, mm. really. So that was the first time, I suppose, in my sort of coming into adulthood where I was just like, actually, I do want to go and I mm. am going to go. You know, but what made me laugh? Uh, you never get away with this now. So this is a telltale sign that I went to university a long time ago. So we had to prepare this dossier. Did you have to prepare all the files of all your paperwork to go to? Um, I think so. So on one of the, our tasks, our homework, we had to translate our birth certificate. I like rubbish at the computer. I pretty much. 
I pretty much, it's terrible. I don't know what, what I did. Like I probably, I didn't know how to translate and my birth certificate and present it how my birth certificate is. You know, they've got lots of boxes and you've got yeah. the right and left and the alignment. Yeah. So I kind of printed out a page and cut out with scissors. <laughs> stuck it. <laughs> like an art and craft thing. Of your birth <laughs> <laughs> The translation of my birth certificate. So you gave her a thing and stuck her back yeah, and they were like, and they <laughs> so you didn't even stick down the paper, but then photocopy it says it's all on one sheet, and then give no, them no, that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I did because I remember, oh. like, I think, how do I do the alignment? You know, oh my gosh, I don't know how to you do it like someone. <laughs> <laughs> still oh no better, God. you know. But you know, I don't know. That's it was so some funny. like funny rubbish thing, but I don't know. They accepted it, and uh, yeah, and so and was that so, for the British Council? That was for the British Council. Yeah. So let's talk about arriving in our cities. Okay. Well, first of all, I arrived. Well, they do this orientation. So we had ours in Madrid. So everyone who was sent to Spain arrived in Madrid. And, of course, Dad drove. <laughs> so I arrived with Mum, Dad and Gordon. <laughs> Where was I, man? I've, I've had to see it. I've yeah, been like, I'm yeah, like, you, this is embarrassing. Like, I was so, two years before, I was like, I'm so yeah. embarrassed of this family. Can't even let one of us go. I know. Like, everyone has to come along. But I had so much stuff. Oh I came gosh. with so much stuff. And so I did the orientation there, met a few people, and then went down to... Um, uh, Zaragoza stayed first of all in a hotel nice and then that's when you get like your card like you, there's like an ID card or some sort of like social security card or something that because we were going to be working yeah. so we had to that first week we got to open up a bank account get this um a card thing I cannot remember what it's called in it's Spain it's like card de jour, but for I Spain I suppose yeah I suppose it's that isn't it and then I had to find somewhere to live. Mm. And my my school that I was working with had a teacher who was my, like, connection teacher, yeah. like, the person who I would um, communicate with. And she was amazing, so she was helping me try yeah. and find somewhere to live. And I think it could have been her who found a place yeah. to live. And it was with this old lady. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, i got to remind people, tell people that out, because Dad was there... And the first thing he did, like, we're all staying at this hotel, and um, the first thing he did, he goes, right, come with me, we're going to go somewhere. And I'm like, does Asma go to places in Zaragoza? Like, what is he? <laughs> Just arrived. He took me to the church. <laughs> he, he was worried about you. He took me to he church. He knew you were going to go wayward. He took me to church. Have I mentioned this on the podcast no, I before? No, so. Oh my gosh. He took me to church and I met this pastor. It could have been like the youth pastor or the main pastor. And he was like, this is my daughter. And, uh, you know, and I was just like meeting him. Like, <laughs> You'll yeah. never see me again. Man, never see me yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> dad was always like, you need to know someone. You need to have people. That- Do you know what? I agree with that. <laughs> but not the pastor. <laughs> no, I agree. I mean, I feel like, because he said to me, any time you're in trouble, just go to a church. Yeah. And you'll find help. And I think that's a really nice kind of um, way to live or, yeah. or, or you know, you know that, okay, these people, at least they believe something that you yeah. do. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you can find shelter and safety. Yeah. Um, if it ever gets down to that. And yeah. I think sometimes when you're, for your children, you want to pass on something that yeah. is just like a key information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't be out here like, 
desperate you don't know what yeah, to do exactly. just find a church oh and, and then yeah so i actually think that was a really good advice but this man Did, thought i'd be there every sunday i was like bye no but didn't they try to put you in a, a group no yeah because they were saying group. they had like these groups and stuff because it, it was a latin american church you know they're like nice big, to go to now <laughs> yeah but remember them was Anyway, so, uh, but I was just like, yeah, 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 I knew for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. would not see me again. He saw you on the street puking up. He would have seen me on the streets, <laughs> walking the streets at night. Nice, but... <laughs> <laughs> what I got up to. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so, so then um, what happened was a friend that I made in madrid mm. um a scottish girl she got in contact with me saying that there was a girl looking for somewhere to live yeah and to get in touch and you know see if we could um find somewhere together and so yeah. basically the, the the place that i had i was like well the woman's got another room mm. and we we both moved in there yeah with the, and it was living with this old lady and so she would rent out she rented out two rooms to us individually and then there was another third room that she had and there was another romanian girl with her mother in that room oh yeah oh gosh (laughs) and this house was so quiet we weren't really allowed to use the living room oh gosh and 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 my friend so big up this is where i get to big shout out to michika my girl helen she made that trip helen and big up to sean sean eventually became another housemate because we basically had to leave this house yeah with this old lady because we just couldn't how could you live we couldn't have a full experience yeah. right we we're living with an old catholic woman who yeah. just did not want any you can't even use the living room <laughs> and you can't use it. <laughs> and we had to be quiet and stuff oh and gosh, no, no, so we found, but I did experience a bit of racism mm. i did i'm, I'm actually remembering now because i because my he- my Michika Helen had to work in a school which was quite far out yeah. so she actually made the decision to live in Zaragoza mm. so that she could just be in the mix yeah. but actually her school was outside of Zaragoza and the poor girl the- I'm so sad they sent her to that school like honestly she would have had such a much better experience yeah. if she was in Zaragoza first of all the, the, the teachers weren't very nice to mm. her and she had to like wake up at like five in the oh morning, get a coach, oh and gosh. then get there, and then have to wait around. Yeah, because if you're back. in a small little town, it's oh, just mate, it was horrible. And I had such a great, great like the English department in my school were amazing. They yeah. loved me off, and I loved them. Yeah, so good. But basically, because um, Helen had to like leave, and she didn't have any time. Yeah. I, it was up to me really to look for a place yeah. to live for all of us. So, um, so I would be answering ads and yeah. stuff. And I remembered like going to one lady mm-hmm. and like speaking to her on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah house is available. Meet up with her. She's she sees me. She's black like, girl walking towards her. She's house is gone. Oh my god! I was like, it's gone, has it? We've yeah. just spoken on the phone. Oh yes. Oh, uh, it's not available anymore. Come, like, I will come and bite you. I said, look at that. And I went back to the girls and I was just like, and I think for them as well. I don't know if they'd ever experienced racism yeah. through a friend like yeah. that. And it, I think it was quite hard for them as well so yeah. to oh see that happen gosh. to me. But um, we thankfully found a place to live, me, Sean and Helen. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, in a lovely flat. It was like furnished flat, old, lots of old... Like, I feel like an old person used to live there. Yeah. There wasn't any sort of new or whatever. Yeah. I remember there was like a gas fire... Do you know where you have to turn on the gas and turn yeah, it yeah. off underneath the stove? Oh my gosh. Yeah, we always had to remember 
to turn it off, especially oh when we come home drunk, because there was no MACDs, no nothing. So we'd come home drunk, starving, oh and we'd no. like fry an egg. Yeah. <laughs> like really drunk. That's so scary. And I'll be like, do we turn off the gas? Oh do we God, turn off? That's too much. It's torture. <laughs> I don't want you know, to think. But yeah, so we got to live together in that flat and out past. Oh, pass the mic, pass the mic. So I'm surprised that you only um, looked for accommodation when you got there because I, I don't know why, but I, I I I was I looked for I found accommodation before my year abroad started. So the school that I was assigned to, they had an English teacher, a British guy, and he helped me. He basically found this uh, what's called a foyer. It's like a centre where young students or people who are doing work experience in France but in away from their home cities can live and this guy said oh that's where people stay he went there and you know money was always tight for us yeah he paid the deposit Oh, the what? teacher. Did and you pay him back? Yeah, but he. But even then, I was like, oh my God, I don't even know where the money's coming from to pay him back. Yeah. But he's like, I'll pay for the deposit and when you arrive here, you just pay me back. Oh my God. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Wow, wow. So, but then I think Dad was like, well, we've never seen this place. Like, what is this place and where are you going to be living? But he t- went told me to go with mum just to see the place and Who, meet the, told yeah, you. yeah yeah before my year abroad started <coughs> so I went with mum oh did you yeah I went with before mom. your year abroad yeah started. so we went on the um the Eurostar and then we got to Paris we took another train and I don't know how because I didn't have a phone I didn't have a mobile phone what? And my year abroad, I didn't have a mobile phone. And I, had, I didn't have a mobile phone by choice because I was kind of thinking, like, I didn't want my dad to, like, text me and stuff. So I, I kind of chose not to have a mobile phone. Yeah. Yeah, and he had to call the foyer and stuff. But um, I don't know how we found this news. It must have been when we were in Paris and stuff. We found the news about 9-11. Yeah, you were in Paris, or or we were we were traveling. We were traveling. traveling. So when we got to, we were staying in a hotel and French news. And Mum's looking at the French news. We're seeing the pictures. Mum's like, "What's happening? What's happening?" And I'm like, just looking at the pictures, telling her what's happening because I can't understand the French. (laughs) But I can see, like, you know. And she's like, "Oh Oh my my god!" God. So that was pivot. That's what I definitely remember. So when they say, "Where were you?" I was trying to go through Paris to. to get to my accommodation and the accommodation was lovely and I had like one of the best rooms do you remember the room I, I remember your room yeah. was amazing because you had your own kitchen yeah I had a little kitchenette um, in this foyer they serve you uh, you have a canteen so you can eat in the canteen but you have your own private room and I think I had yeah I had my own private bathroom so it's beautiful yeah. it's absolutely beautiful so that happened then I came back home then it was the time for the orientation so I wanted to go by myself because I'm a big girl and I'm moving to France oh. and I know where I'm living <laughs> I've got the deposit money to give to the teacher now and I but dad said I couldn't go by myself so him and Gordon had to come yeah oh my gosh so him and Gordon <laughs> and we travelled there it's so embarrassing dad you know can't even let me go to the young people's orientation by myself he came in the <laughs> orientation just sitting there at the like an old man and I was there I was so embarrassed <laughs> nobody else and Gordon was fine he could have been he one of the students and then <laughs> after that they put on buses to take us to like wherever to drop us off a student bus dad was on the student bus and we were all doing that. I can hear people say, who's that man? You know, it was like, Paris. I was like, oh, God, it's so Paris. And then uh, there was lots of, like, suitcases on the student bus. You know in the... 
You know, like where the people put the prams on the bus. Yeah. So all these suitcases and dad's standing at the door. And I just met my darling, you know, Steve, yeah. who's also from Liverpool. And he's my darling friend to this day. I love him so much. I met him at the orientation and we realised we were going to work at the same school and we were living at the same foyer. So I think I was sitting down just uh, in front of where all the suitcases was and Steve was standing <laughs> kind of like beside me and I was trying to pretend that my dad wasn't my dad. <laughs> and then the bus turned and all the suitcases rolled and fell. And then dad goes to Steve, pick up those suitcases. <laughs> <laughs> we still laugh about it today. And he looked at me and goes, who is that man? And I was like, it's my dad. It's my dad. <laughs> and he was so like, he was so pissed off. Like, he's like, these suitcases don't belong to me. They're like 15 suitcases. And he had to pick up the suitcases. And he's like, who is that man? And I was like, okay, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone, but that's my dad, you know. I wanted had a great time because he was going out with the young people. Yeah. Like, he was loving it, and uh, yeah, that was my orientation. Yeah, oh, amazing. Gordon was at my orientation as well, but we didn't get to meet. We and he was by himself in Madrid, walking around and, and <laughs> having a good time. Some, well, I think he did have a good time, but he was upset that we did because we were supposed to go out, and oh. obviously I was supposed to make him join the rest of us. Yeah, but I went out and had a good time. Yeah. And, um, but we didn't have the mobile phone situation, or, or it wasn't working. Or yeah, date or a date yeah, or something. Yeah, something like so, that. So, but did you have a phone on your year abroad? I think I did. Did you, how often did you call home? Oh, hardly ever. <laughs> I remember getting emails from mum saying, mum saying, come home now. Remember, because <laughs> after my year, after my teaching um, language assistant in the school, I felt that I was doing a lot of speaking English. So the girls I lived with were English. Yeah. And then we, we hung out with all the other English yeah. assistants and the Erasmus students and stuff. I made a couple f- um, French Spanish friends my friend Christian yeah <laughs> and um, and we made friends with the guys the Irish guys in the pub actually they were French mm. they, they owned an Irish pub but they were French and um, so we made friends with them and um, but I was doing a lot of English speaking so I said to the other teachers like hey I don't want to I don't think I'm ready to go home yet. It ends in like May, May time. Yeah, it ends in May, and we don't have to be back at university until September. September, right? So, so I, and yeah, and actually at the same time, I was I was teaching. So you do like the twelve hours or whatever in school, but I was doing extra lessons as well Mm. because, like, I've you know, actually it was mostly my colleague English teachers who had kids. They were like, "Oh, can you teach my kid?" So I do, you know, extra private classes with yeah. some adults and some and children as well so I was speaking a lot of English so I said to them look I don't want to go home just yet like yeah. where can I go in Spain yeah where there's not many Brits so yeah. I could just like get into Spanish culture and just speak Spanish and they told me well in summer Tarragona is where all the Spanish people go yeah to holiday. um, holidays so it's in Catalonia so to speak Catalan but then you'll be surrounded by a lot of Spanish people yeah. on holiday so that would be a good place to go so that's where I went so but before yeah oh my god oh my god how did I arrange that but before I want to tell a story about like so Catherine said it was the best year of her life 
for me, also, best year of my life. Mm. That's why I would always recommend people doing it. Yeah. But it's not for everyone, because I do remember there was a girl who was completely homesick. Oh, it's difficult. And by Christmas, she went back home. Yeah. I think just before Christmas, she went home. She didn't come back. And I was just... I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it, because yeah. I'm like, how are you not having the best time yeah. of your life? But she really was very close with her family. Yeah. She didn't want to be away from them. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult for some people, but um, I think pushing yourself if you can and just experiencing yeah. and especially the thing about British Council is that and Erasmus is that everyone is on the same yeah. thing it's not like how we've gone to France now yeah and we're alone and we're alone we're at different stages of our lives do you know what I mean from other people and it's quite more, it's a bit more difficult to make yeah. friends I think because um, Erasmus and, and British Council and any sort of year abroad for your studies you're in the same boat as everyone else. Everyone's on their third year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everyone goes to the same clubs, you know. Yeah. You can... So, oh, me and Machika and Sean, we'd, we'd go clubbing. We'd go out. And this one particular time, this is how, you know, young people, man. So we were pretty skint. We didn't mm. have a lot of money. We said, let's go to Barcelona. But we couldn't decide where to stay. Everyone had a bit of different budgets. Yeah. And it was getting expensive. Like, yeah. these hotels. There was no Airbnb these times. There were just hotels. And no maybe hostels. hostels maybe yeah. hostels. But, but we still were, But still, expensive. it was getting a bit expensive. And we are like, okay, we're just going to go for the night. Mm. And then, I feel like it was my idea. <laughs> but we just was basically like, why don't we go there, spend the day, get changed... Um, in the toilet in the, in the toilet yeah. go out clubbing and then just leave the club because these Spanish clubs they stay open all night yeah. so we leave the club at 5, 6 in the morning and, and then, then take, get the the, take the bus back because yeah. remember it's like a 4 hour bus then we sleep on the bus yeah. and then just go I think home. that's a good idea so that's what we said we'd do so we went out to Barcelona did some sightseeing very very nice we, we walked down Las Ramblas and there was this store where this DJ was playing and he was playing like hip hop and I was just like I need hip hop because these times in Spain it, hip hop weren't the thing <laughs> it was very hard where we were in Zaragoza yeah. to find a, a hip hop and R&B club yeah. and back then that was my, my jam right yeah. so I spoke to the DJ and he was a bit cute as well mm. I was like where should we go where should we go like tonight you know where are you DJ and he was like oh there's this place you know yeah. and he told us where to go so I'm like cool 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 anyway so carried on went for dinner at dinner time <laughs> we sort of fin- was finishing up our meal then one by one <laughs> Come on, we went down to the yeah, toilet to, to get frack. changed and then put our makeup on yeah. and then and then so the person at the table wasn't by themselves yeah <laughs> And then at some point we all just went into the toilet. So yeah. there'd be, and then actually when we were back at the table, they were like, "Ah, oh, chicas, let's yeah, chicas." That's going. So cool. like, I love you're it. like, "Yeah, coming out." And so we had our bags. so we had our glad rag, glam rags. Yeah, on. glad rags. Glad rags. Yeah, it's glad rag. And then we're like, right, let's head to this club that that guy said. So we go to the club now, and it's it's popping. Yeah. It's all right. So it does, it does it. As the night goes on, I'm like, where's Helen? Helen oh, is no. sitting down sleeping. Oh, and then Shard is like sleeping, oh. and they're sleeping in the club. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not going to be me. I stayed on my feet, and I was just dancing <laughs> like a marathon. Yeah. And then the thing is, when it as as British kids, right, we are used to clubs finishing at three. Yeah. So after three, I'm starting to get a bit tired. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. And then I got the bus. The first bus was like five something okay, in the morning. Good. That's all right. 
So I'm like, oh, I've got two more hours. Just keep going, keep going. And sometimes I sit down with the yeah. girls. And I'm like, wake up, wake, wake up. up. Anyway, so then finally the club ends, right? And it's coming, it's about five o'clock. So I'm like, well, we've got to go get a bus. But then we meet these British guys. And yeah. we meet people outside the club. So we end up like chatting, chatting, chatting. Yeah. Outside the club. And then we're like, no, no, we better go now. And I think like one of the guys liked my friend. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. But I don't know why we're there for so long. <laughs> we're chatting. Anyway, we missed the bus. Oh, no. Missed the bus. So we had to wait another hour. Oh, gosh. And imagine, six o'clock now. Yeah. So start, things start to get a bit hustle and bustle. Yeah. And so we had to wait another hour. I said, okay, girls, we've got a ticket. Let's just sit down in this cafe, mm. get a coffee. And you lot, you two stay awake. Yeah. Right, because you've been sleeping in the club, right, and look after our bags and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just gonna put my head down, mm. and I'm gonna need to sleep now. Yeah. Okay, fine. So I put my head down, and like you know, crossed arms, yeah. head on my arms, and I just f- fell asleep. And we set our alarm. I think we must have had an alarm on our phone or something. Anyway, wake up now. Get ready for the, for the bus. I look around. There's people walking past the window of this cafe just looking at us, like, yeah. staring at us. Because I look at the girls. They're asleep too. Oh, no. The three of us were just <laughs> asleep in this cafe. You can't fight the sleep sometimes. You can't fight. I was like, girls, you're supposed to be awake. Like, what are you doing? Our heads on the camera. And I'm like, okay, come on, let's just get our bus. Got the bus. Time went like that. We just slept the entire oh, three-hour journey from Barcelona to Zaragoza. Then we had to, from the bus station, to walk. We had to walk oh, mission no. to our house. No Uber in those but days. It, no Uber in those days, and we didn't have no money for taxi. Like, <laughs> we, we, but we probably could have scraped money for taxi. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why we thought we had to firm it. And yeah, just, like, because walk. it wouldn't have been that much, maybe. Oh my God, especially the three of us, between the three of us. <laughs> we got out that bus station, it must have been like, so six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, about 9am yeah. or something. And we just was like zombie. Like, Catherine, when I tell you zombie walking, yeah. all the way up. It was like one straight uphill. road, kind of uphill a bit, but it was just one straight road up to where our flat was. No and buses. it was another, no, it was another like 15, 20 minute walk. Oh, no. And we walked. Yeah, no buses. We are just like, let's just get home. And we got home and we just crashed for the day. Oh like the God. tiredness. But guess what? When I went into... That was the weekend. So that must have been a Sunday. So when I went into work on a Monday, my colleague, <laughs> the one who's like my uh, connection woman, yeah. she was like the, the head of the English department. Yeah. She was like, oh, my husband saw you. She, he said, in walking, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, he said, you look really angry. Is everything all right with you and the girls? He said, he said we had an argument. Yeah. He said, you look really angry. And, and you didn't notice him, but he was right there. Like, oh, yeah. I can't him. see nothing. But and I told her the story. She was like, oh, okay. I was like, we did not sleep. We had oh, no, no sleep. That, that was one crazy. of my favorite stories of us. Like, I could never do it now. I mean, I've stayed up all night, but yeah. I had a bed to go. To, yeah you know. oh my gosh it is crazy i think the best thing about my year abroad we, i had to work 12 hours but my school was so lenient and kind that i just worked 10 hours really a week a week and uh, got paid quite nicely and uh you know i managed to do a lot and see a lot of france in that year mm. just get on the bus and or the train rather and just look on the map and just say i want to go somewhere and even one day my school allowed me to not come in on a Friday because I said I'd like to go to Paris for the weekend. That's so good. That was really nice. And then one time, Steve, who I mentioned before, he uh, 
he was going to visit some of his friends and he said well why don't you come and come with me and I, you know you sometimes you're like oh I don't know them and it's your holiday he's like no come and so we me and Steve we went to meet his friend Tim we went oh, to meet yeah. Tim was on his airboard in this gorgeous place near Clément Ferrand called Le Prix en Valais and it was just absolutely stunning and we had so much laughter and it was so cool and one story I'd like to tell is my t- teacher liaison guy he said to me would you be interested in doing a language exchange with this old woman and I'm like oh I wasn't so sure if I wanted to do that and he said it's really good she's an, a former teacher she used to she's French but she used to teach German and she's trying to practice English and her English is very good and you go to her house and you speak in English and French and then she gives you cakes and biscuits so I'm like oh yeah that sounds cakes really cool <laughs> so I uh, went to her house for the first time and she had this beautiful home and we're kind of sitting in the conservatory but really strict you know she would talk for me for like 30 minutes to one hour in English and then after that I thought well I want to go home and she said no well now it's your turn so I had to talk to her and there was no tea no cakes no I thought what the hell is this I didn't sign up for this but obviously I didn't know how to get out of it so I'd go all the time and she would always talk about politics like I'm 20 and I wasn't really interested in politics like international politics she was in those days talking to me about Palestine and Israel in, in English and asking me what I thought and I was like oh god I don't know I don't even know what's going on and then when it was my turn to talk I'd just talk about my family <laughs> yeah. but my French really improved and so I did this for months and months and months and then the last sort of as we're coming to the end she's like thank you so much she said um I'd like you to see my home in Paris I said oh that's nice I said oh that's lovely I'd love to come with you to Paris and she said no I'm not going to Paris she goes I've got a flat in Paris I'll give you the keys I'll tell you where it is you take a friend and you go for the weekend to my flat in Paris oh my god and I'm like what and I was like because she could see you're a respectable girl I just couldn't believe that someone would do that and I couldn't believe it I said you're going to give me your keys and tell me where your flat is and I'll go to your flat in Paris she's like yeah and invite a friend so I had a friend remember Zoe I had a friend an English girl and that's why I had to ask my school if I can we wanted to go on the Friday so we took off from school and we went we stayed in this woman's flat for Friday Saturday and then we left on Sunday and lucky for us because she never told her family that she was giving this (gasps) black girl and this English girl (laughs) her flat so when we were actually leaving like coming out the flat to lock the door like her daughter turned up at the door and she's like excuse me who are you and we're like well who are you You I don't know who you are this is not your flat this is my old girl's flat you know and she's like how did you get into that flat Oh, it Got was the key. Yeah. And this is before Airbnb. Yeah, before Airbnb. So that was a bit sort of shifty. But we said, oh, the lady gave us the key. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, imagine she found us in the flat just like sitting Isn't there just and lounging eating. with yeah. your foot up, up oh in the air. Oh, my God. But that was... <laughs> and I feel like French people are really hospitable. Like, yeah. they're very kind. I feel like, yeah, very like, kind. take my house. Yeah, totally. I I like, like, sometimes the French people that I meet now, they just say, oh, you must come to the house, you must come to the house. And I think to myself, in England, it takes a lot to invite someone to your house, I think. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I think 
think I mean, maybe get... I haven't had those sorts of invites. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just tell you one more story. Me and Steve, we always laugh about this. So we're 20 and we don't know what we're doing. We don't know etiquette, right? We probably should have known better, but we don't know etiquette. So one of the French teachers said they'll invite us to the house. We're going to have this big dinner. And we're like, okay, yeah, we're just like, okay, we'll come. So it was one Sunday. They got another teacher to pick us up. So the teacher picked us up and um, when she was trying to reverse... Uh, someone she tried to reverse and someone was trying to come into the spot that she was trying to reverse from and he was shouting and stuff and I think she got out of the car and she said something like merci pour être chaleureux which is like thank you for being warm and we were like wow you know that means thank you for your warmth we're like, gosh, and it's me. Like, someone's running a raven and you just reply, thank you for your warmth. And then she reversed and we were going to the person's house. Then when we got out the car, me and Steve just got out the car with our empty hands. And then she opened up the boot and she had this massive bouquet of flowers. And it was only then we looked at Steve and said, we didn't bring anything to this person's <laughs> house. Like, shit. Like, fuck, like, why didn't even we think about it? We're coming to someone's house and we have got this is looking really bad so anyway the woman was in front of us and me and Steve were on either side <laughs> and she ran the doorbell and it was like a huge bouquet with like a little something you get in Tesco's it was like a huge bouquet and I opened the door and they went hi hi and just like by reflex Steve and I we, we pushed our hands towards the flowers as if presenting it to the woman like it was for all three of us <laughs> and she went oh thank you for these flowers oh and we like yes pretended the flowers were from all of us you know it was so funny that's hilarious we always laugh about that oh yeah yeah so then so you asked before how i got to tarragona yeah so <clears throat> i didn't have anything lined up there mm. and so the teachers they said tarragona is a good place and around may time was it around may or it could have been around april cousin jane came yeah Oh, it could have been around April, maybe around her birthday, or it could have been around May, but she came to visit me, mm. and I said, let's go to Barcelona. Yeah. So we went to Barcelona, and then I said, let's go to Tarragona so we can see. Yeah. So, and check it out. So she yeah. came with me to check out Tarragona. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, I love it. It was just a chilled beach town. Mm. So it's just south of Barcelona, beautiful beaches and whilst we were there I was on we were on one beach and there was this like beach hut where they sell um like drinks and stuff it's called a chiringuito and I talked to the guy then I was like hey I'm gonna come back in May would you have a job for me like Mm. would you if I came back and he was like oh yeah yeah you know we'll come back and see you Mm. know in the summertime we always get really busy and so when I did come back he gave me a few days Mm. work but there wasn't a lot of work there Mm. and he just sort of stopped calling me oh no you're like I need this job man but then I found uh, but for when I first arrived in in Tarragona so dad and mum came and they picked up a lot of my stuff oh good because I I went to Zaragoza with so many pretty much all my belongings my guitar my sewing machine (laughs) I was like yeah I'm gonna I didn't use a sewing machine I really rate those people who can travel light and they knew that they were 
up, only going for but, six months, exactly. eight months, nine months. But now I know how to travel. Yeah. Right. And I'll we never didn't know again, in those times. I didn't know in those times, but I had to learn that. Yeah. But back then I traveled like, like pretty much with my entire wardrobe yeah. and, you know, and I, ended up only wearing the same yeah, things again. Exactly. And then plus I bought new clothes when I was out there. So dad had to come and like take away my stuff, a lot of my stuff. And yeah. then I only kept like a backpack. I think I had two backpacks, like one on my front and then a, a sort of hiking backpack. Yeah. You know, there's backpacker backpacks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a rucksack and a backpack. And, uh, and then I, when I, Right, and mum always remembers like she remembers me just walking away from them oh, down no. the road. And she's like, Where's this girl going? Oh, oh my god, because no. what I did do, I booked a hostel which yeah. was really cheap, and I decided I'm gonna spend 10 euros a day on food, yeah, and I'm just gonna have a, a lunch meal, yeah. Oh, and gosh. then I had for, for breakfast, I'd had a, a banana and a madeleine, and yeah. for dinner, I'd have like a banana and a madeleine. Oh, but, no, yeah, yeah, because I was like, I don't know how long my money's gonna last, yeah. I didn't have a lot of money, and I need to get a job, yeah. So then I made friends with this guy, um, who worked at a oh, yeah, once, yes, yeah, so I'd had the sort of ch- chinguto once a few a couple of times, but he didn't call me back. Then I did this one day at this restaurant, which was really quiet. Yeah. This guy, I think he fancied me. That's yeah. why he gave me the job <laughs> just for one day. Cause he actually told me he saw me on the beach, Mm-mm. but I guess I stood out cause I was a black yeah. girl on the beach by myself reading. Um, and I went to eat there and I was like, I'm looking for a job. Like, do you have, you know, imagine how brave I was. I'm just yeah, trying to I'm think Yeah, I'm thinking back. this is incredible. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting, just I'm waiting for you to pause for oh me to tell you. Oh my God. I'm, I'm waiting for you to pause for me to praise you. fearless and brave I was. That was like, amazing. I, I, I went with such a complete different mindset as I went yeah. to France. But I asked the guy, you know, can you, can I work here? So he's like, okay, you can work on this day. And then it was so quiet. Mm-hmm. Like maybe one person came oh, to no. eat. And that day, oh no, I won't say that story because mm. it's horrible. But a cat got run over. We Anyway. Um, and, but he, I was like, don't have to pay me. Like I really did nothing. He was like, no, 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 I'm going to pay you. So he gave me some money. That was really sweet. Anyway, so there was this guy who worked in the internet cafe that I used to use. Mm. He, he became my mate. And I told him I'm looking for a place to live. And he was like, oh, do you see the girl who was just in here? She's looking for nice. someone. And that was Senia. Yeah. And another black girl, black Spanish girl. Yeah. And she showed me around the flat and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And I I went to st- live in her flat. There was four, four um, rooms. Yeah. And I had a bedroom there. And me and her became really, really good Aww. friends. And it was her who told me, or, or one of her friends told me, there's this bar yeah. on the port. It's a bar restaurant. And they're looking for people, looking for, you know, it's new, it's hip yeah. and happening. And the guy speaks English. Yeah. So I went down there and he sort of did, gave, interview, interviewed me. And he was like this playboy guy. He mm-hmm. just opened this like bar restaurant on the port. And he was like, right, well, we'll just put you behind the bar because your Spanish isn't that good. And you just got to listen and just make all the drinks. I was like, okay, cool. I could do that. And oh my goodness, the bestest oh, time amazing. ever and I used to eat there so I didn't even have to buy much food for myself oh good so whenever I would work I'd go down there get coffee and then have my breakfast or my yeah. lunch or have my dinner there depending on what shift yeah. I was doing and it was amazing <clears throat> that is so um, I have to rate you now because I wanted to stay but I didn't know how to do it mm. and I didn't know who to ask and I probably didn't ask anybody I just 
had the dream sometimes within. we make assumptions yeah. that oh it's going to be really hard yeah. or I can't do it. Yeah, you don't, you don't so... want your year to end in May like no. you go, go to uni in I September just couldn't... Like, I knew mm-hmm. if I went back then yeah in May, my Spanish would have been the same as as I left because yeah. I didn't improve yeah. that much at all. So you're it was brave, only like, when I went to Tar- yeah. Tarragona that my Spanish just went up because I was just in the mix. Yeah. Like, and everyone was speaking Castilian Spanish to me yeah. instead of Catalan just so that I could understand them. Yeah. But then sometimes it would just be speaking Catalan around yeah. me and I would just... But I feel like I was understanding a bit of Catalan but from knowing Portuguese, from yeah, my learning that's Portuguese. Good. that's good. And I feel like the hustle is a very good... I think it's good to experience how to hustle. Yeah. It's really... Like, I, I wouldn't just, want like, someone to have a long-term hustle in. But, you know, to think, like, where's my next job coming from? Because yeah. you just learn <clears throat> so much resourcefulness to, like, really depend on yourself and oh, look for opportunities. And every time you hear some a lead, you follow the lead and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I rate you, man. That's incredible. That's really, really yeah, incredible. Yeah, it's totally that. And I, I'm thinking back because, like, my experience, like, moving to France was completely different because, you know, I moved because my husband got a job. Mm. And I did always think to myself, you know, I did have thoughts about, hey, I want to learn French as well. And when I when I graduate, I'm going to go to France and yeah. just pick it up and stuff like that, you know. But it, it never happened. I started working straight away after graduating. And... But but going so you know I did in a sense want to learn French and want to experience French culture in France, but the way that we I came to France was really like I'm going with my husband like mm. it's him who's got the job yeah and it's him who's going and I'm just sort of following so there wasn't anything sort of proactive about it yeah and I think because of that I w- I kind of had felt like stuck and yeah. like. I don't know who also to you're talk older to as well. And... You're not going with like 500 other students who yeah, have uh, experienced yeah. the same the same thing at the same time. Mm. I think that's very... no. But what I'm what I'm saying is, with, when I went to Tarragona, I was by myself completely. Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. That yeah. So that. so and I knew it was like me driving it. I want to improve yeah. my Spanish. I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna stay. So I literally stayed from like May to October. That's amazing. And it was like in the mix of it yeah, all. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, I wish I, I did it. that. Loved it, mate. So I think we can draw a close to this yeah, episode. Yeah, good. So you can see we had positive experiences. For us, very positive. We've met friends for life. Beautiful. Uh, we've got beautiful friendships with our besties yeah. from so the, that time. So the, the wedding that I told you guys about, that was Michika. That was my friend who I lived with in Spain all those years ago. And what I love about our friendship is how we remember the same jokes. Like, we had such a laugh at, you know, living in Spain. Like, things would just happen. There's so many in-jokes, right? Do you know when you guys just have... When you just have in-jokes with people? Yeah. Like, experiences. Yeah. And, like, remember that? Or you just say a word or you say yeah. a song. Yeah. Or, and it just makes you laugh. And literally to this day, I will belly laugh. Like... We we are in different countries. We've been in different cities. She's always been up in the Wirral and I've been in London and now I'm in France, whatever. But every now and then we still hit each other up, you know. We still, like, send each other texts like, oh, I've just heard this song. I'm thinking... Yeah. <laughs> Should I remember this? this? And honestly, it's belly laughs, oh right? That And the connection that we have has lasted all these years. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful that... Being able to move abroad and have that experience yeah. led me to have such yeah, a exactly. wonderful friendship. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful well. people, isn't it? And it's the same for Steve. Steve actually uh, 
let's see, maybe 10 years after our year abroad, did another year abroad with the British Council in Senegal. Oh, wow. And I went to see him. I spent like two weeks in Senegal. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, and it was just absolutely incredible. And he's my darling friend. I love him so much. He's, we just have just the best moments. Remember when I came to see you yeah. in France? Yeah. And Steve was recording an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he let the Anderson sisters sing yeah. on his album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I said that was them. wonderful. Other oh songs than you came. But you know s- what? Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I'm just remembering my first ever gig. Right. Oh yeah. Playing in front of people. So I had a guitar. I borrowed a guitar. I practiced a bit with Steve. Yeah. And he was on bass. And we went to the bar, the bar, laughter, and that was the first time I played and sang in front of people. Oh, and then you got the bug from there, and then I got the bug from there, and then I started to do open mics in London, and then I, uh, and then I joined a band in my twenties, and. The rest is history. But oh. honestly, he was so and he's influential a and instrumental he's a brilliant in my, songwriter. Um, oh my God, his he's songs, an amazing I mean, songwriter. And I told him actually, when I used to be a fitter person and I used to go running, I used to run for miles and miles. And I, I don't listen to music when I run. I kind of sing. And I always sing one of his songs. It's it amazing. always gets me Beautiful. into running. And I, just go, and I have to go over and over and over. And when I told him, like, many, many years later, he was so touched. Yay. I thought, oh, I should have told him that ages ago. Because I've been doing that. I always sing to his song. I always sing to his song, yeah. He's a beauty. All right. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to us reminisce. So we hope that this has encouraged you um, to travel if you are young if you are studying or if you're a bit older and you're going back to university maybe yes. and you're going to do a course why not or if you just want a year abroad in your life yeah or like a sabbatical yeah. and uh, just just spend a year somewhere yeah. try look at doing a TEFL guys and um, that's one really cool way of getting abroad yeah ha- uh, studying the TEFL to teach teaching in- English as a foreign language yeah and you can go many, many countries yeah. uh, to teach, and that's a good way to get abroad. You've got a friend who did that, didn't you? Yeah, you've got a couple of friends. Who yeah, did that. and also, I mean, British Council are probably still doing things. Yeah, I think you have. There's an age limit though, but I think it's up to thirty. So if up you're under 30. thirty, you can uh, benefit from that. Yeah, and guys. maybe see if, if you work for a large corporation, maybe they have um, maybe they've got international offices. offices. Yes. You could do an exchange. Or, or do, there's loads of recruiters who recruit uh, for international companies. So you yes. can just, if you're skilled in an area, yeah. you can uh, just do a placement in an international company. Do a placement, learn a language, yeah. learn new cultures and get out there. And then tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. Yay. Write to us at expatimmigrant at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram, which is at expatimmigrant. Same on Twitter, same on YouTube. Guys, je vous aime. Je vous aime. Bon continuation. Bon continuation. And we'll see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.